You are listening to Coffee, Bacon, and Other Sacred Things. I am your host, Pastor Chris Gravison. Well, just call me Pastor Chris. Let's just go with it. It's much less, form, much less formal. And, or and, PC. Or PC, yeah. <laughs> and uh, my lovely and talented co-host, Miss Joyce Adams, is with me. Yes, there's no abbreviation for my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although your roommate is Joyce. so. Oh, yeah, I'm Joyce A sometimes. Or Joyce Joyce two or Joyce one, depending on it depends on who you're talking to, (laughs) (laughs) or Joyce and rejoice. So you know, they did a dirty one the other day, big Joyce and little Joyce. I said you you need to stop that right (laughs) now, (laughs) man. When you're talking to women, no, (laughs) don't you, no big, no. (laughs) You like working here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, yeah, this is coffee, bacon, and other sacred things. And hey. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, like and follow us on Facebook. Just look it up. Coffee, bacon, and other sacred things. And if you are listening on Podbean, then like and subscribe on Podbean. The more subscriptions, the better. And don't pay any attention to that picture of me on Facebook. <laughs> I actually do not have horns. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have a... It, yeah, if you want to ask about her horns, um, go ahead and... <laughs> But if you've got a question about the Bible or about a subject that you want to know or you want us to talk about on the air, uh, put it in the comments, and I'll ch- we, we will check the comments diligently, and I'll talk about whatever Joyce and my wife say, give me permission to talk about. So, <laughs> in the appropriate manner. In the appropriate, yes, of course, yeah. But we are the show. Our feedback is good. Yeah. Oh yeah, very much so. Give us some feedback. But we are the show that makes the bold statement. And I can honestly say, this is true, that bacon is like garlic. There's no such thing as too much. There's just not. There's no, much thing, no such thing as too much garlic. I, you know I'm a cook. I'm a, I'm a fairly good cook. I, I enjoy it. Very it's, good cook, it it's fun. And I love looking at recipes that they say, especially an Italian recipe that says two cloves of garlic. Huh. Two, I yeah. know. <laughs> I grew up in an Italian Catholic town, okay? That, I look at that and say, oh, ain't that sweet? <laughs> That's a nice start. A tiny little hint of garlic. Yes. And, and it's like when the same thing with, with when my family, when we make, we make BLTs, bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. It's like I make, I'll cook eight, nine pieces of bacon for two people. And if that's too much, it, it, my wife has learned, no, don't tell me that I'm cooking too much bacon. And, and 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 so I, I see the look on my my co-host's face, <laughs> the glazing of the eyes. <laughs> it's called being appalled. No. <laughs> no, actually, I was just thinking about when we had all these people living at my house or where I live, and uh, they would cook bacon like that, mm-hmm. just on a vast amount of bacon. But Troy liked bacon a lot, mm-hmm. and he would nosh through most of it. But uh, everybody enjoyed it except for me. I mean, I'm just the odd one out all the time. But you like the smell, don't you? Mm, or does yeah. that appall you too? It doesn't really do anything for no. me. It okay. used to. What, 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 I, what stirs my taste buds is garlic and onion being sautéed. Oh, yeah. That'll get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know mm-hmm. something good is coming down. 
Because mm-hmm. that's just the start. Yeah. Just put, throw a pat of butter in there. Oh, man. That's just air freshener. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to cook anything after that. You just have that as the air freshener. There, there isn't many dishes you can cook that are not benefited by garlic mm-hmm. and, and onions sauteed. Yeah. And especially, I love, um, I'm, my specialty is Italian cooking. I, I, I literally, I studied it from the Food Network when the girls were first born, or when Cecily was first born, I'd watch a Food Network, any Italian show, and I bought cookbooks that were instruction cookbooks. I studied to learn how to cook Italian food, and I love it. So, you are a good cook. Mm-hmm. I have to say that. Yep, and I do. I put, and, and uh, the girls keep telling me that, that my secret recipe, my secret uh, ingredient is love. No, it's sweat and <laughs> <laughs> and work. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> You just ruined my whole impression. <laughs> Thinking, what is this? Ta- is this taste like sweat? <laughs> oh, oh! I have to show our. Uh, I have two new buttons. I have. I have two buttons I haven't shared it because we have our little board that we, you know, mm-hmm. that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. See, that's when I tell a joke. <laughs> that's when I, I'm playing that when I tell a joke. Because I have been blessed with, I'm blessed with such a wonderful congregation and love, loving, wonderful church, but they don't laugh at my jokes. <laughs> Sometimes they're a little um, esoteric. I don't know. I think right I think they're describe them. Yeah, I think their 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 sense of humor is above mine. Mine's kind of base at times. <laughs> well, and they have to say too that you don't go to hear a pastor preach. And expect jokes to be thrown in there. I like it myself, but you know, well, they, um, that's me. They love to laugh when I look like an idiot, <laughs> <laughs> which is not uncommon. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just teasing. I love it, but I have that, and then, you know, when we talk about the awesome, which we will in time, mm-hmm. you know, I just have to. I know. Thank you so much. You're blessed. I'm I'm blessed. Okay. How come you never play that when I tell jokes? Really. <laughs> That answers that question. <laughs> One look is worth a thousand words. <laughs> I mean, I just She's... got paragraphs and paragraphs. No, here. my dear friend Joyce is very funny, and she loves stupid jokes. Oh, yes, I oh. specialize in stupid jokes. So, see, 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 that's the thing is, if it's if it's coming from a woman, it's you could call it a stupid joke. You could call, it, but it's, if it's a guy, especially me, it's a dad joke. And that's just code for stupid joke. <laughs> they don't want to bruise yeah. our ego. <laughs> I'm afraid it is. <laughs> we we uh, reel in the dad jokes every once in a while. And, uh, uh, treasure, yeah. send these treasures out to our listening audience. Oh, and, and TikTok is a wonder. I, I will not endorse TikTok overall, but it's a wonderful place to find dad jokes. There's several different... Uh, things I don't know what they call them channels or or whatever that that do dad jokes and oh I love them I only listen to I only find the ones that are clean and if I hear anything vulgar on it I cut it out but oh I just the dad jokes <laughs> you can find them other places yeah. don't rely on TikTok for anything oh no um but it uh, I've heard some amazing ones. But, uh, but, oh, ooh, because you and I both like movies, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, and Netflix, I, I like Netflix. People, I've heard 
I like Netflix just well, fine. They've lost some popularity. They've been in the news lately with, you know, they've lost some subscribers and, you know, they, they used to be the giant, the, 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 the driving force. And now there's mm. so many right, streaming services yeah. that, it's, you know, hey, it's, you know, competition breeds success. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad thing, but they've come out with two movies that I checked out lately. And one, I, I was so appalled when I found out that Rob Zombie was given the rights or was hired to direct the movie The Munsters. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that opens up a can of worms to use Jackie's expression. Oh, man. I mean, if you like Rob Zombie movies, God love you. I'll pray for you. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> going to take some praying <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll really be praying for you but i brenda and i uh clicked on the monsters uh, a few weeks ago and i couldn't get through the first 15 minutes of it i loved the monsters i watched the monsters were you know to to death when i was a kid and i found it to be boring yeah it was it, that's what it, that was the thing yeah. it was it was I could, it couldn't hold my attention and i only i watched about maybe Oh, 20 minutes of it, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just, eh, yeah, it's not it for just, me. it didn't, it, and the, the jokes were, were not good. I, I know he was trying to be funnier and, and be lighter. It just didn't work. The actors were not in, into it. They just yeah. didn't carry the jokes out well. I was, I was really disappointed in that. If, if you like Munsters, if you like this movie, more power to you. I'm, I always want to make sure I am clear. I'm not criticizing anybody who likes it, or I'm not even criticizing Rob Zombie as a person. I just didn't like this work. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, everybody has different tastes in movies. That's yeah. why there's so many movies come out and, and show, uh, what do you call them, series and all that. And... Yeah. But the, the, then there's another show, another movie that we watched recently that, okay, th- just a little bit of backstory. It's, it's called Troll. It's on Netflix, and it's called Troll. And just a little bit of backstory is that I saw the first trailer for this movie, I want to say... At least six months, if not a year ago. I don't know exactly when, but it's been a while. I've been waiting for this movie to come out. And um, it. so I was all psyched when I saw, oh, it starts, you know, and it's starting. And then my, I was telling my sweet wife about it. She was not sharing my enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> not in any way, shape, or form. Because, you know, I told her, it's billed as a horror movie. Don't believe it, okay? Uh, we, what was funny was we were doing something down at the church, and it got in my head, oh, we're going to watch Troll tonight, Brandon. It's Friday night. We've got to watch Troll. And she kept saying, no, stop telling me I'm going to watch Troll. I'm not watching it. And so we got upstairs, and I was watching some sports on TV, and it made me mad, so I <laughs> turned it off. And she's sitting, you know, we're empty nesters. Oh, I love being an empty mister. <laughs> I love my children, but I love having the house to ourselves. Us and and no, we're not alone in the house. We have Bear, uh, who is our wonderful Your other child. <laughs> yes, our other child. He's a hundred and ten pound Great Pyrenees um, puppy. He is all. He's still puppy. He's a year and a half plus old, and he, he still is, plays like a puppy. He still oh acts yeah, like a puppy. And and you want to you want to see what it looks like? Check out our our Facebook page, uh, Coffee Bacon and other s- sacred things As on Facebook. As we're speaking, he's out there pouting. Yes, he's upset because we're in this podcast studio, which is 
It's with, Several rooms away from him. Yeah. And our, our podcast studio is basically Cecily's room with the mattresses up against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and But it, it, if, if Bear is in his crate, he doesn't bark. And we don't want him to bark <laughs> when we're on the yeah, He has a pretty sturdy bark. He does dirty bark. But... Uh, we, but we were, you know, we came home and, and we were, I was watching TV and Brenda was on her phone. And I thought, okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to start it. If she was, didn't want, you know, I was being little Mr. Militant, you know, defiant rebel. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. It's my house. <laughs> You're supposed to submit. Oh, and- <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't want to go there. <laughs> we want to stop at that right yeah, there. We're going to stop right there because that never worked. 30 years of marriage, I ain't never worked once. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, but I she was wasn't paying attention to TV, so I figured I'd start it. And right when I started it, Cecily calls, and so she's on a video call with Cecily, and I turned it down. Just trying, you always trying to blend it so that you can hear it, but that she, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, she was on the phone for a while, but I noticed. That she was kind of, you know, she'd ask me, what was that? And we did, throughout the whole thing, she got off the phone with, with Cecily and was back on her phone and playing her game. And we were, I was watching and all of a sudden I noticed she put her phone down. Hmm. <laughs> she was watching the movie. Troll. It is just flat out fun. I will honestly say I we we've only watched it once, and I want to go back and watch it again because you always pick up new things mm-hmm. when you go it. But the one the 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 three things I can honestly say about it is I did not catch any swear words. Now there might have been a couple thrown in there for you know, the, but I didn't. They didn't stand out to me, and I catch those things. I'm so sick of listening to swearing on TV. I breaks my heart they, they rebooted another show that we really love and they for the, all the years that it was on before it never they never swore once and now that it's on cable they're cussing up a storm it made me mad so i did not catch any swear words there is no gore in it whatsoever and there's no nudity or romance in it at all it's just it, it's a it's a throwback to the old time monster movies. It's just it's a it's a action thriller. That's what I would say. It's, it's like I said, it's listed as horror, but it's an action thriller. I don't have to. Well, I we talked about it before, and I was thinking I gotta watch that, but I haven't done that. Yeah. Yet. I it's will. just yeah. It's yeah. just plain old fun, and there's there's a couple of surprises. I wouldn't call them jump scare jump scares, but I don't want I don't want to say too much about it. Um, I don't want to give away the plot, um, but it's it's just. You know, if you like Godzilla, you'll like Troll. <laughs> How's that? And the, sort the, of a Nordic Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, it's set in it's set in Norway, but uh, the special effects were good too. So and it kept moving along. You so I I I give two thumbs up. Uh, it, my my homage to Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> you know, I give two thumbs up to to Troll. So I I would suggest well, checking a, it out. Just a quick word about something I happen to stumble on. Okay, Wednesday. I have not watched that yet. She's all a teenager now. Mm-hmm. She's in. They have a hard time keeping her in school, of course, because she's still Wednesday. Uh, very pretty young woman that plays the part. I can't remember her name now. She has a Latina name, mm. last name, and um, she does it very well. Yeah, I. Uh, Corinna was talking to me about. It. She wants to start watching that. She's yeah. she's binge watching Criminal Minds right now, um, for the like fifteenth time, 
and, but um, she wants to start watching Wednesday. Yeah. Well, those shows I watched and watched NCIS, Criminal Minds, uh, all those. All, any know. cop show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the forensic stuff. Yeah. So that, that always gets me. So, uh, but I, uh, th- those two movies just kind of stuck in my mind um, for, I have to you watch know. Troll. It sounds interesting. Yeah, check out Troll. I mean, hey, if you want to watch Munsters, watch it. I, it we're not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you not to, but I, we just didn't appreciate it. We didn't enjoy it. So, all right. We should probably get to our, you know, today's topic, which is kind of the same of our, than our topic as our last, uh, last show. We're continuing it. Because the last show we talked about holy love and about God's love for us and how it is incomprehensible and it's um, unconditional and it and God's love can be experienced. Well, there's a flip side to that. There's, you know, there's when one talk about today is the love we should have for others. And when we talk about I, that's just the subject, I call it holy love because God love God is holy. And so his love for us is going to be holy. And I really wish we can be on on uh, camera because you everything I say would mean so much more because you could see my hands. <laughs> if you ever break your hand, you're going to be speechless. I know. <laughs> you won't be able to talk. You must have some Italian in your background somewhere. Oh, no. Well, like I said, grew up in an Italian Catholic town. So, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm just me. I'm, you know. The awesome just flows, so sorry. But <laughs> <coughs> oh, I see. Oh wait, on to better things. No, wait, wrong button. There <laughs> you go. Was the right button. <laughs> That's the right button. <laughs> Chris, you did it. <laughs> you blew that one. Well, here. Uh, no, but uh, the love that we have for others needs to be holy love, and um, that's a toughie. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do, no matter how much you your intentions are to do that it's hard to love some people it's hard to even like some people yeah. let alone love them well and and i think i'd like to think that there's a difference you may not feel the warmth that you know for someone but you still treat them the same way that you would treat someone that you deeply love and 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 feel warmth too and so you know i i, I kind of was looking at three different things you know just i don't do three three-point sermons necessarily, but it's just three points that came up that I was looking at because, you know, Jesus instructed, really, love is is the major thing. Mm-hmm. Love is our, he, he gave us the uh, the commands. Uh, I got this one from the, the book of Mark, chapter 12, um, verse 29 to 31. It says, the, the most important one, he was asked, okay, what's the most important commandment? And he said, the most important one is this, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So really, it's, you know, I mean, God's love has for us. In fact, Jesus coming to earth to die for our sins was the ultimate expression of God's love. And um, so here, he's kind of already said kind of, here I am here. I'm God's love. I'm showing you about God's love, but also love him back. Love him back with everything in your guts, everything that you can, your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Everything you are is love for God. And then turn around and point that same love at everybody else. That's where it gets heavy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. we talk about it. 
But I also thought, you know, love is kind of our brand as Christians. Our, our, it's, our, it's our trademark as Christians. Um, uh, Jesus said in John chapter 13, a new command I give you, love one another. That's kind of where it starts. Love your family. That's where you love. That's where you learn to love. Really, is your family. So it says, "Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. <clears throat> if you can't love your family, how can you love? And 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 really, if if as a as a church body, is at least as an individual church body, I think that's where people's more people's reference point would be. Wouldn't you think, dear? Yes. I just want to make sure you're still talking. She also doesn't want to interrupt me and, and, and she's I'm, Joyce is awesome. And I need to put that in on the Facebook page. <laughs> um, but uh, you, know, it, you learn to love by loving each other, which in a family is always also difficult. Can is very difficult. Family's hard. Yeah. You know. Some members, it's like it's like life. Some members are easy to love. Some family mm-hmm. members are really test you. Yeah, um, but it, but if we're <clears throat> squibbling and qu- squabbling and we don't have, we people can't see us loving each other. How are they going to believe us when we try to tell them of of God's love and of Jesus' love? They're going to look at us and say, "You're you're a great idea. You're a great example." Well, that's we we testify to our beliefs by. By being, by doing yeah. stuff, you know, not by just having words come out of our mouths. Yep. Well, it, but the the next point is where we really get sticky, is we love our enemies too. <laughs> That's where I choke up. <laughs> I'm I'm saying all, all the key word you want to you want to see um, Joyce's brow furrow. Just use the word Republican in in a sentence. <laughs> That isn't the real trigger, and you know what it is. <laughs> we won't even I ain't go going there. there. We are not going there. We're not going anywhere with politics. That's right. But uh, again, uh, Jesus said, "He said you in Matthew chapter five. He said you've heard that it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Any anybody can do that. Um, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Wow, that's a tag that we don't hear." Mm-hmm. Love your enemies, pray for those who, who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you re- greet only your own people, what are you doing more f- than others? Do not even pagans do that? So be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. So love every, it's loving everybody. And you think about it, it's not, you know, the, the, the story of the Good Samaritan defines who the neighbor is, and which is anybody, and um, even your most hated enemy. And I just, I just can't, you know, it, it, there are several people I struggle to deal with. Um, you just do. Yeah, it just they're they're not pleasant people, and I'm not saying they're in our church. Just period, just people you know. In life, you know. And uh. I try to I try to be what Christ would want me to be. I try that, but sometimes it's, I I fail miserably. I just <laughs> we all yeah. <laughs> I can't help myself. I, it's a goal. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm it's a, a it's a goal. And 
honestly, what, what I think about sometimes that really gets me is I, I notice the little things. It's, okay, you have holy love. Holy love is, is, the, is seeking the best for somebody else. When somebody cuts me off in traffic, or what I what I call the, the captain speed limit, you know I'm in a hurry. Yeah. I got to get someplace, right. and I'm driving down the road at whatever speed I want to, and somebody pulls out and goes the speed limit. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm gripping the. I get to where I'm going. You get out of my way. You know it's That's okay. One, one of those tests. Yeah, right there. Do I? <laughs> Am I having love for that person? I'm not doing anything necessarily for them, but it's still in my heart, my frustration, and 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 you know, is that coming out? And no, I don't sin when I do that, but it's still frustrating. Oh, I have some mental pictures of things I could do to them, and that's, yeah. that's bad. That's yeah. Or or when you're when whether you're at church or you're at work, and you've got that one person that just managed. And I, I, I'll say this, I'll clarify this even a little more, who unintentionally, just by their personality as who they are, they grate on your nerves. And you come to work or you come to church and you're tired and you haven't had your black rifle coffee and uh, you're not sufficiently caffeinated <laughs> and you're, you're already struggling with a bad attitude and they come into the picture. Are you going to show love to them? Probably not. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty My here. Bad, I really but do. I, well, I'm being totally honest. Probably not. It's, it, it, you know, it is hard. We had an unfortunate person at the radio station. She did that to me. She just rubbed me the wrong way. And every time I even heard her name, I might grip my teeth. Yep. <laughs> oh. They've really bad thoughts. It's, it's, it is hard. But, but that's, I, I think, I think nothing. I know. Um, holy love is what we are seeking, what we are, are striving for. And uh, I've said it in church several times that, you know, there's Christianity 101 and loving God, you know, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength is is Christianity 101. We know that. And it's take, the basics. Yeah, it's the basics. And, and you know, dealing with, with sin and with, uh, with, you know, living the way God um, has directed us and how Jesus commanded it in his in his time on earth. That's Christianity 101. When we get to loving our neighbors and loving our enemies, that's advanced Christianity. That's thing. There are people who have that kind of. They are filled with the Spirit at the time that they are saved, and man, they just they just radiate it. And and I I love those people. They're they're powerful people to be around. We can learn a one a lot of stuff Absolutely. from those people. And you benefit by the Holy Spirit in being around them. But most of us are working up to the idea of holy love and the the wanting to, you know, to, to genuinely be that way. And, uh, you know, it, and again, hey, if you've got something to add, uh, in, in, if you're listening and you, you have something to add or you want to, you know, hey, get me another scripture reference. So, you know, we'll talk about it. Um, but this, yeah, man... That is the that is a, a driving theme in my in my heart and in my ministry for the last several months is holy love, and you know, eventually I have a feeling we'll start talking about not politics but the people in the world specifically the groups that 
um, we struggle with um, showing holy love. And the, what comes to mind is, you know, the whole immigration issue, um, the the LGBT plus um, issue, and you know, the, when we see them on the on TV, I'll say it this way: the most people, the vast majority, when it comes to the to the what would you say the uh, rebellious or the, the the activists of for immigration or LGBT or for whatever, you only see them on TV. Very few people deal with them, you know, one on one. So we get this stereotype yeah. in our. Oh, another thing, like we, you and I have worked with the homeless mm-hmm. for a long time, and um, we. I heard a statistic that sixty-five percent of the people in this country have never actually met a homeless person. So they see on TV, they see on the cop shows, yeah. the crazy homeless people. Or they they see a picture of them tearing down this huge uh, ramshackle uh, squatters camp. Yeah. You know? And that's how they base their opinion. And we deal with it um, a lot here. We're, we're, when, when you help and serve the homeless community in where we live, because we live, we have wild land living all around it. And no, shoot, we have wild land in our city. And we have a, an, an inordinate number of homeless people in our community. And they start warming fires and... Those warming fires can turn into wildland fires real quick, and the the police have to rouse them from you know where they are, and the the fire department has to come in and put it out. And I know my fire my firefighters that they feel guilty every time they have to do that, but it's it's a bigger yeah. picture thing, yeah. and so many people have a bad attitude towards the homeless people, but they're still who. You are that you know. I always tell people they're human beings, mm-hmm. right at the bottom of everything you're talking about. They're still human beings. They have feelings. They have things that they want in their lives that they don't have. They're not. Um, I would say most of them are not homeless because they want to be homeless. Yeah. Well, and and I think that honestly uh, flows into in a, into holy love because. With homeless people, they're the low rung on the social ladder because they're considered to be crazy or drug addicts or whatever. So the the measure one of the measuring sticks of holy love is how you treat people lower on the social ladder than you. And I had a wonderful godmother growing up who taught me so much about class and so much about respect. And the one thing that she has uh, that she taught me when I was little and I have passed that on to both my daughters, anyone who is nice to you, but rude to the waiter, is not a good person. Yes. So that to me, how do you treat the waiter or the waitress that that is waiting on you or that just spilled the water on, on your table? How do you treat people who are you consider lower on the social scale than you? Man. That's if you're a Christian. That's the criteria there. Uh, what kind of person you are? Yeah, and and if you're a Christian, they should be equal. You should, you should always consider everybody the same as you. Right. And including the corporate president, who's probably got a psychopathic personality, <laughs> and you know, walking around in a five thousand dollars suit. I have suit. a harder time loving him than I do homeless <laughs> people. Can I tell the story about the young man of our church? We had. Uh, done a warming center for a little bit for one night a week and we had some stuff left over when it came warmer, warmer weather you know mm-hmm. we stopped doing it and uh, we took the teens from the church out 
kind of you know for the experience of the of it and to show them how you know these are not monsters or anything yeah. this is how they live in, well, you know, and i remember we wanted to tell show them we wanted them to be part of the 35%, not the 65% that had never had a right. personal experience right. with a with a homeless person. And it worked out really well. They they, they made friends and they oh, we spent had, their time talking. We've always had good kids. But the one young man, when we left there, we, we drove, we saw some people sitting in the, in the doorway of one of the stores that was closed. And uh, we started talking to him and the guy only had one shoe on. Or no, he had, one, he had one sock or one, he only had one sock I w- on. I wasn't there. I heard the story. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was in so another place when this happened. The young man, we'll call him uh, Jay, Mr. Jay. Yeah. Um, he uh, said, I'll give you my socks. So he takes his shoes off, takes his socks off, and gives them, and he goes, you know what? Take my shoes, too. Yeah, because I remember that. He didn't have any shoes. Yeah, and I thought, here's a kid I thought was kind of like, you know, a typical teenager, very wound up in himself and, yeah. you know, didn't have a real great attitude towards people <laughs> he really shown there and it's really one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen yeah and you don't have to be perfect right. to to show holy love um and that was that was a sacrificial uh, yeah. and moment. it's just so spontaneous he just yeah. saw this person that had a great need well it was cold weather and it was still chilly out at night and everything and this man only had a sock on mm-hmm. so he gave him his shoes and his socks yeah that was a that was a neat thing but in and praise god and that young young man that he gave him to was ministered to at that point and and he told the 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 young the kid told him this is who we are and and everybody knew and and so we had that opportunity and and what's really cool um as a church we've had uh, so many opportunities to to reach out to these people and, and to the homeless community and to others and we still have those connections and yeah have they shown up in church yet sometimes they sometimes, do yeah. but you know they're not they're still where they are but they but we have that connection we have opportunities to minister and uh, i think that's just what we do and and that's what we're supposed to do that holy love is a, is a powerful thing and we yeah you have opportunities but it's still a growth process it's always going to yeah. be a growth and for me it's going to be captain speed limit that you know, when i don't when, when i'm no longer um you know yelling at Captain Speed Limit on the road. <laughs> then I know, okay, Lord, I've arrived. <laughs> then you got to give yourself the second test, get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and stub your little pinky toe on something. Yeah, and not yell at my wife because she leaves, anything that's on the floor is her fault. I'm telling you. Well, it couldn't possibly be your fault, Captain Awesome, huh? <laughs> no, but that's a test of everybody's um, patience and vocabulary mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much what we have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will be back very soon with another episode of Coffee, Bacon, and Other Sacred Things. I'm Chris. Joyce. Adios. And remember, God smiles when he sees you.